This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Um, we begin um, with uh, something very interesting in the um, beginning of the parsha. talks about uh, the selection of uh, B'Tzalel. And it says about B'Tzalel, God placed in his heart L'Hoyrois. Now, to be able to... What is L'Hoyrois? I mean, to teach. God gave him the ability to teach. Now, very interesting. This is different than the description it gives, that God says he gave wisdom to all the wise-hearted people. Apparently, L'Hoyrois is something different than Chachma. And in fact, the, the Ibn Ezra and the Archaim Kadosh, What? Parents, Oyrim. Yeah, the instructors, teachers, right? Oh. Um, they are, their job is to teach. To teach. The Ibn Ezra and the Archaim HaKadosh says, what do we see from here? That apparently just because you're a Chacham, it doesn't necessarily mean you have the ability Lahirais. You could be very smart, you could be very intelligent, but you, have, you could have no idea how to be Lahirais. It's a special extra talent. And this is a very important lesson we learn from here, that just because a person is a Chacham, it doesn't mean he's a Meireh. He doesn't mean he can instruct. But Rabbi Yelev Steinman, I think this is the first time we're featuring him, Rabbi Yelev Steinman, in the G'dayle Hador today, he wrote a Sefer on Chumash called Ayelas HaShachar, and he brings down the famous quote of the Reb Chaim Brisker. Reb Chaim Brisker used to say, like this, If you can't explain it, then you don't know it. I remember when I was in ninth grade, uh, my ninth grade Rebbe, Rebbe David Harris, he used to say, oh, wow. he was my ninth grade Rebbe, he said, uh, say, he would say, he would say over the Gemara, and then he would say, say it over! And then he'd say, make believe you're explaining it to your sister. <laughs> in other words, make believe, try to explain it to me in a way that if I had no idea about anything, I could understand it. And Rebbe Harris used to say, if you can't explain it, then you don't know it. Don't tell me, yeah, 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 I know it, but I just can't explain it. Right? You never hear people, you know, the teacher will say, say it over. Yeah, I know it very well. I just can't say it over. No, no. Rabbi Chaim Brisk used to say, if you can't explain it, then you don't know it. That seems to be a contradiction to this Pasuk. This Pasuk is saying, based on the Archaim HaKadosh and the Ibn Ezra, that even though you could be a Chacham, it doesn't necessarily mean you could be a teacher. A teacher. But in order to be a teacher, you have to be a Chacham. Not necessarily. Okay, let's leave it like that. Let's leave it over there. But the Gra, the Gra says, the Gra says like this: that it's possible for a person to know the information quite clearly, but nevertheless he can't explain it because he's not organized. Which means like this, and this is a very important lesson in life. Rav Pama used to say. That Rav Pam oh. used to say like this. Anytime a person speaks, they have to make sure to do the following three things. Know what to say, know what not to say, and know how you're going to say it. There are a lot of people, they speak, and they say a lot of intelligent things, but they farmish it with so much information that's not necessary, you can't understand a word they're talking about. So what we're learning here is there is a certain talent of Lahoi Rice 
which may not mean you don't understand the information, you can understand it perfectly clearly, but you can convey it in an effective manner. So that's an important lesson to learn. Fine. It's very hard for somebody who's really smart to get down to the level of somebody who's, you know, who knows nothing. Some people just can't get You know, sometimes in order to crystallize something, you have to clear away extraneous information. Okay, fine. Then we come to a very interesting expression, um, number three, Lamed Vav, Lamed Hey, the next Pasuk, Milei Oisam Chachmas Lev, Laasayz Komeleches Charash V'chayshev. What does the word Charash mean? To do physical, to do Charash. What is a Charash? Charash means a woodcraft, a craft. Carpenter. Woodcraft. Carpenter. And the Ksav HaKabbalah, Rav Yaakov C. Mecklenburg, points out, why are we putting the word charash together with the word chayshev? What is a chayshev? Weaver. Planner. A planner. A planner. And the Ksav HaKabbalah points out that even the word charash means carpenter. We can't avoid thinking that it also has the meaning of plowing. How do you say to plow? Charash. To, so why does the word carpenter and plow have the same word? They have absolutely nothing in common with each other. And with this, the Ksavah Kabbalah uncovers for us an amazing thing. And that is, in this world, the people who are successful are not the people who do things. The people who know what needs to be done. Right? The guys on the, who are building the building, they're making the money? It's the architect who has the plans of how to do it. He's the one who's making the money. Uh, I, I, yeah, sorry. the 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 builders the builders are not the ones who make it in this world. It's the people who are able to conceive the idea of what needs to be what done. What do you mean make it in this world? In terms of respect or financial? Well, everything, everything, no. everything. Yeah, it's it not the people. It's not the people. And, and the general contractors made a lot more money than the architects. I don't no. think he means general contractor. I think he in means general, when a person. Well, let me talk. In general, when it comes to when it comes to those who are successful, in other words, it's the people doing the labor. It's not the people doing the labor. It's the people who, in their minds, are able to know and plan out exactly what needs to be done. When a person plows, when a person plows, he's not just making a hole in the ground. He conceives the idea that he has to make a hole in the ground to put in a seed. And at which point he's going to water it, at which point he's going to harvest it. In other words, he's conceiving the, the uh, idea. The malacha of carpentry, the gang of it, is not you know how to cut the wood. Anyone could cut wood. You have to be able to, from the very initial stage, know what it's going to look like in its final product to know how to cut it at this point. That's the common, that's the tzad hashava between the carpenter and the plower. The carpenter is not just someone who has the skill, who knows how to cut, but he has the conception in his mind of the whole layout and the whole format, and that's how he's able to start his work. And that's why the Ksav Kabbalah says the Torah puts together the word charash with chayshev, because these are both types of, not craftsmen, but planners, the art of the craft is in the planning. And you'll see what we're going to do with this. Okay? We're about to learn something amazing. I have a question for you. Tonight you're going to say Kabbalah Shabbos. Arboim Shana. Akud Right? Arboim Shana. should be Arboim Shanim. It's Shana Achas. Shnei Shanim. 
Why? Arba'im shana? What does Akut Bidor mean? I quarreled with that generation. But why Arba'im shana? It should be Arba'im shanim. It's just, it's a grammatical error, it seems like. We find this error, so to speak, in Pashish Chuma. Look in number five. Fiasisa es hakrashim, make the krashim la mishkan. Esrim? Keresh. Esrim keresh? Should we esrim krashim? And in Vayakel Baruch Hashem, you know, they, they, they corrected it. Vayas es hakrashim la mishkan, eser krashim. What happened? They missed, they, they didn't catch the first one? No, you could have. Well, Daniel was figured out already. Each keresh. Each carriage. Right, right? I, you know, I mean as a, a humorously. But what or we find in the in the Chumish Shloishim Yaim. Shloishim Yaim, it's be Shloishim Yamim. Or Zeli Esrim Shana, Yaakovina says. Esrim Shana, Esrim Shanim. It says Ze Ze Arbaim Shana, Arbaim Shanim. Each one is individual. Each year. When yeah. When you say it, when you, but once he did, once he made him already, then you have the ten. Then, it, the, then you can put it together like crochet. But each one is an individual one, and even though they're the same, but they're not the same. Okay. I, I could. May, Interesting yeah, possibility. May, uh, uh, Twenty individual ones. Right. And and what does crochet mean? Twenty plural ones. No, then he no, made them already. Then they were made already. They made it already. Then they weren't individuals anymore? No, then they're beginning to get them. They wanted to do so this, when do you use plural and when do you use singular? This is an important rule in it's Hebrew. Instead of 20, it was a collective. Uh, and in Vayakel, it wasn't? When do you say Arboim Shanim and when do you say Arboim Shana? Very important rule, Iksav Kabbalah says. Maybe I'll say it outside first. When you have many items, but the many items make up one unit, so it's then it's Arba'im Shana. Right? How long were the Jews in the Midbar? A 40-year period. Right? A 40-year era. That, so we say Arba'im Shana. When you have a collection of individual parts, it's Arba'im Shanim. But when those individual parts make up one unit... Then you say Arba'im Shana. Yaakov Avinu worked for a unit of 20 years. Now listen to this. In Parshash Truma, God is giving us the plans of the Mishkan. The one who plans the Mishkan, he can't foresee 20 different beams. That that, that building is not going to work with 20 different individual beams. He has to conceive how they all fit together as one unit. So in Truma, it's the plans of the Mishkan. As the plans of the Mishkan, as the architectural plans of the Mishkan, Esrim Keresh. In Vayaka, telling you how they built it. They built it as 20 individual beams. They built them as 20 separate parts. They attached them one at a time. Yeah, they attached them one at a time. But it's a very beautiful, first of all, it's a very fundamental principle in, in grammar. That you could have many parts, but if all they, they all fit together as one unit, we'll give them Lashon Yachet. So look what the Ksav HaKabalah says in number 7. Kishetziva al melechas hamishkan in Truma when God commands us about the work of the Mishkan, Yavai b'misbar hakoylel es ha'asiris b'lashon achdas. It says the the ten number in a lashon yachid. Va'amar esrim karesh. And here in the third line he says huskar shloisha pamim b'lashon rabim, crush him. So says exavakabal v'yira kishah nisbar hu mitzurf v'mechumar yachad if it becomes one unit. 
If it's all one unit, where one follows the next, then you put the ten in a language of Yachid. Arba'im Shana. And Truma gives you the plans, Esrim Karash. But in Pashas Ayako, when they actually built it, they built it as 20 individual Krashim. Therefore, it says in the Lushan of um, Rabbi. Rabbi. Okay? Fine. Rabbi Isai, we move on to something absolutely astounding that I heard yesterday. I'm telling you, it's really uh, amazing. Parshas Vayakel. Who makes the Arayim? Vayas Betzalel Asa Arayim. Atzei Shitim. Who puts in the Badim? Pasuk Dalet. Vayas Badei Atzei Shitim. Betzalel made the Badim, the poles. Who puts the poles in the rings? Betzalel. Vayavayas Habadim Betabayas. Betzalel puts... Wait a minute, wait a minute. How do we know that? It's going. It it's, just said Vayas Betzalel Zara. It's Vayas Badei Atzei Shitim. It doesn't say Betzalel. It could be, you know, the. the Yossi came to the Shir. He asked the question. Yeah, he came to the Shir. He asked the question. He took a break. He came back. He's learning again. Now I'm talking about uh, Yankel over here. We're talking about, we're talking about the Torah here. Torah uses a pronoun. And we know, and we know that the Oran had all kinds of Nisim and Eflos associated with it. Yeah, but, it. but if it uses and a noun, and then pronoun, pronoun. Could be like Rish Barku, maybe, no, no, no. the Badim. Because the Badim, no, 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 no. the Oran carried by itself, right? Oh, no. The Badim never were removed. Fine, but if it, says a, if it says a noun, and then it says a pronoun, oh, yeah. the pronoun's going on, Betzalo. Vayavis Habadim? So okay, but so we don't have to carry the Arain? The Badim of the Arain were to carry the Arain? No, they weren't. The Badim of the Shulchan were to carry the Shulchan. The Badim of the Mizbeh were to carry. How could the Torah write the Badim of the Arain were to carry the Arain? First of all, the Arain was Naisayas Naisav. You didn't need Badim to carry the Arain. Second of all, the Badim were not allowed to be removed even when they didn't need to be carried. So what's the Torah? It's not true, Lasayas Arain. Then in Parshas Pekudeh it says, it's going on Moshe Rabbeinu. Vayikach, vayitein es ha'edas ala arayin. Vayosem es habadim ala arayin. First of all, it's talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. You have to take a look at the psukim before. Vayitein es ha'edas ala arayin. Momala. So first of all, it says, Moshe put in the badim. And by the way, in Pekudeh, it doesn't say the badim are lost, says arayin. So we have a number of questions here. First of all, why in Vayakel does it say the badim are to carry the arayin? Number two, I have another question for you. If Betzalo put in the Badim, then who took out the Badim for Moshe Rabbeinu put, to put them back in? You're not allowed to take out the Badim. It says, Lo right. Right. right, so here we have in uh, number 10, That's why it has to be a we have and a very interesting Maramakan. But, uh, but so who, at, at time, who put in the Badim first? The Torah says, Betzalo. Right. So I want to know who removed those Badim and was over the Isser of Lo Yasuro <laughs> right here, number ten, we have a very interesting maramakim. Ulechayra kasha. Who's it from? I can't reveal. Divayakel lamedzayin. Hey, kasav dehabadim heim lasis asarin. Divayakel. It says the badim are to carry the arin. Vizayinu. It's not true. The yeshis or lasu menu, because we know you're not to remove the badim. Afkishen srichem lasim lasis. Even if you don't need them to carry. So the purpose of the badim is not to carry. And Ba'ayin B'Pekudeh, look in Pekudeh, the likes of the Badim Lasseis, it doesn't say the Badim are to carry. V'Oid Kasha, that if B'Tzalel brought the Badim in the Taboys, like it says 
in Vayakel, then who was over the Yisra of removing the Badim so Moshe could put them back in? So I heard yesterday a Chiddush from Rav Yonis and Zaks. He said like this. He said, what defines Aaron? What's the definition of the Aaron? Without Luchais, the Aaron is not an Aaron. Right? It's called Luchais Oedos. Without the Luchais, it's not Aaron. In Parshas Vayakel, the Luchais were not put in yet. So it wasn't oh. So it wasn't an Aaron. So Betzalel put in the Badim. For what reason? Lost Isis Aaron just to transport it from place to place in the meantime. But in Pekudei, look in number 9, Vayikach, Vayitin es Ha'edus el Ha'arayin, Moshe puts the Luchais in the Ha'arayin. After that, he put the Badim in the Ha'arayin. What's the purpose of the Badim? Not to carry, it doesn't say Elasais. You want to know who removed the Badim in the first place where Moshe put it in? Who, who removed it? There's no problem removing it. Before the Luchais were in the Arayin, there's no Isra to remove the Badim. Why? Because it's not an Arayin yet. The Torah says don't remove the Badim from the Arayin. But it's not an Arayin before you put in the Luchais. Why were they removed? So, just so Moshe could... Why were they put in? No, you had a, because there's a Din, there's a Mitzvah to put Badim in an Arayin. And, and, and here, the Badim were not put into an Aran. The Badim were put into something that wasn't an Aran. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because, because the crashing had to make sure it worked. Very nice. Beautiful Pshat. Make sure it fit. Beautiful Pshat. That why it's, they call it an Aran? I mean, they called it a Vayakel before... It didn't have the status. It's a box. Aran means box. But it doesn't have the status and the Kedusha and the Dinam of an Aran. Okay. It says Aran on the look of the Hey idea. Yeah. Okay. Then we have something also very amazing. Okay. Torah says this is in Shuma. Viyasu Aroin Shitim. She make the Aroin of cedar wood. Two and a half by one and a half by one and a half. So Ramban wants to know by all the kalim it says via Sisa. What is via Sisa Lashon Yachid? Why Lashon Yachid? Because the mitzvah devolves on Knesset Yisrael as one one entity, as a tzibur, right? Why by the Aron does it say v'asu? They should make it. Says the Ramban, second line. V'yitachein, it's possible. That when it came to the Aron, everyone had to have a part. Because the Aaron was the holiest article. The Aaron represents the Torah. Every year it has to have a chelik in Torah, and therefore, while the other kalim was the responsibility of Knesset Israel, the Aaron was the responsibility of every yachid. How did every yachid contribute to the Aaron? He says at the end, either everyone donated some gold, or everyone helped the tzalel a little bit. Or everyone had correct kavanos by the building of the Aron. But when it comes to the Aron, Rabbi say it doesn't say biasisa yachid, kinesisa, biasu, every individual. So that's kasha. So how come the next, very next Pasuk says, vitsi pisa oisai zahav tahar? It should say, vitsi poi oisai. Right? Or vitsi pisem oisai. Why do, if... If uh, the Ramban saying that by the other um, Kalim it says, but why does it say Lashon Rabin by the Aron? 
because every Jew has to have a chilek in the Aran. Well, if every Jew has to have a chilek in the Aran, why in the very next Pasuk are we reverting back to Lashon Yachet? Because we're talking about Am Yisrael as a unit. No, but as a unit, they don't have a chiv to build the Aran. No, the Osu is Aran Shitim. They had a responsibility. Every individual. But see, Pisa, yeah. they, now they already had the Aran. It had, uh, what do you mean they already had the Aran? No, they Pisa. made it. Now they have to cover it They in didn't gold. make it if they didn't cover it in gold yet. I mean, that's, that's how you make it. That's how they finished it. Wow. And by the way, they didn't cover it in gold. There were three boxes, right? There was an inner box of gold. That's wow. how they covered it. Wow. I'll ask you another question. You know, like my uh, drush that Pisa refers to Israel as a unit. And the Fine, Israel but what? There are two different chiyuvim of the Aran? Yeah. Two. Why? That's why Kodesh wanted it. <laughs> so we find something very interesting. Moshe Rabbeinu comes down from Har Sinai and Parshas Ekev, right? At that time, Hashem told me, The Aron's made that word. I thought it's covered in gold. What? So why one aron is wood and one aron is gold? The inside of the aron is, is, is wood, the, but it's cut. But it's so why didn't they cover that aron in wood and gold? Oh, it's the same one. They're different, different ones. ones. They go inside each other. What happened oh. to the gold? I want to know where did the gold? Where's the gold? So why does Moshe Rabbeinu not not hear any command from Hashem about anything gold when he puts in the luchas? So look at number fifteen. Another representation of the eagle. Uh, Kaddish Baruch, or maybe the Kaddish Baruch. But the Aron had gold. Yeah, but not on the inside. Yeah, on the inside. No, no, no. The, the, the inner box was gold. Was gold. The inner wall, the inner wall that was closest to the Aron. That wasn't to the Luchos. Was gold. Uh, that wasn't just eight uncovered wood. No. No. And there are three boxes. Outer one of gold, inner one of gold, middle yeah. one of wood. Yeah. It was gold, wood, gold. They're different... Rabbi Isai. Fine, so why didn't that Aron need gold? If an Aron needs gold, why didn't that Aron need gold? So we have a very interesting... We have a very interesting Maramakim, number 15. According to the Ramban, why does it say Va'asu by the Aron? Because every individual had a chilek in the Aron. Why doesn't it say afterwards? Why does it say afterwards B'tzi Pisa? Ah. So I heard in the name of Rav Asher Weiss, Rav Asher Zelig Weiss. He's a big Pisic in Eretz Yisrael. Not Zelig, Rav Asher Weiss. Okay. <laughs> that, there are two dinim in the Arayim. The Arayim has two aspects to it. One aspect is the Arayim houses the Taira, the Luchais. It's the house of the Taira. It has another din that it's one of the Kalim of the Mishkan. In other words, there are two aspects of the Arayim. One is it's the house, the seat of the Taira, and one is it's one of the Kalim of the Mishkan. As the house of the Taira, what does it need to be made out of? Wood. How do we know that? Because when Moshe Rabbeinu comes down with the Luchas from Har Sinai in the interim, Hashem says, make Aronates. So we see, in order to house the Taira, it only needs wood. But as a vessel of the Mishkan, it got to look like all the other vessels. So it's covered on the inside and outside with gold. That The gold makes it one of the kalim of the mishkan. The wooden box is what makes it the seat of the tyrant. So it comes out beautiful. Which aspect of the Aron does every Jew have to have a chilek in? The Atzei Shittim. 
Because that's the part that has to the Torah. So when it comes to the Yatzei Shidim, it says, Ve'asu! Every individual has to have a chilek in it. But when it comes to the fact that it's one of the kelim of the Mishkan, the same way everybody, the same way Knesset Yisrael built a Shulchan and Knesset Yisrael built a Menorah, Knesset Yisrael has to make the gold of the inner and the outer boxes. Amazing pshat. Hafla, hafla of a fella. Beautiful. But, well, let's... Why, why, why must it be gold inside? The only thing seen by the public is the outside. So why put gold inside also? Shouldn't it be with That's what covered the, the same word. If I'm not mistaken, Sam Soifer says, you know, be You know, don't be a faker on the outside. <laughs> Shoot, I got out of that one. <laughs> you, you would wonder why why there was so much gold in the Michigan when gold was the, the material of which the eagle was made. That a Kurdish Prophet would. would uh, it was a, you know, a kapara. Knegen, maybe it was a kapara for the ego, right? The mishkan nasi or something. You know what? Let's, let's, we're going to have one more segment. Okay, so Rabbi said, this is some very interesting in Yanaman, Parashas, Vayakub, let's just review. Give me one second, one second, one second. We have the Indian that, uh, that Hashem taught B'Tzalel, the art of teaching. We have the, the concept of charosh, that the word for carpenter has to do with planning. Why the Torah and Shuma says Asim Keresh and Vayaka Asim Krashim because in the plans it was Lashon Yachim. We have the Indian why first Betzalel sticks in the Badim and then Moshe. Why? Because before the Luchas were put in it's not considered an Arayin. And then we have the two aspects of the Arayin the Chelek HaToyra and the Chelek that's one of the Kalim of the Mishkan. Okay? You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com